Give it up, 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 give it up. Bless him, bless him, bless him, bless him. Glorify him. His Lord, his King, he died that we will live. It is for his reason that was we are here. Hallelujah.
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom evening, everybody. Shalom evening, everybody. God bless you. God bless you. Shalom evening, everybody. God bless you, man of God. God bless you. God bless you. Majwa Sandy, God bless you. I've missed you and the family. My regards to everybody, okay? God bless you. God bless you. God bless everybody. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right. You want to tap the share button and invite your friends and loved ones. Phineas, God bless you. How are you, Osofo? God grace on your life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, all right. Tap the share button and invite your friends and loved ones. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Keep sharing. Keep sharing. All right, all right, all right. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I want to welcome all of you to this evening's session of prophetic training. And also, we are still in the new year, definitely. And I want to wish everybody a glorious new year. I pray that whatever the Lord has prepared for your life, your hand will lay hold of it in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. 
Thank you, Holy Ghost. All right, we are taking a prayer. Eternal Father, we give you praise and the glory. We honor you this very evening. This is the moment that you have made, mighty God. Therefore, we pray in Jesus' mighty name that you stretch forth your hands above us this evening, open the eyes of our understanding, and cause us to walk in the revelation of your Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, let this evening be a celebration of lights, and let that which has been hidden be uncovered in the name of the Lord Jesus. We pray that your mighty hand will touch us as your word cometh in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Cause the power that is resident in your word to deliver your people from the shackles of wickedness in the name of Jesus. I cast out any addiction even from the bodies of your people through the power of your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Any satanic influence, demonic influence, witchcraft manipulations in the destinies of your people, mighty God, let the power of your word cause that evil thing to be broken in the name of the Lord Jesus. Anybody listening to me that is under the influence of the enemy, that is under even the oppression of demonic spirits, in Jesus' mighty name, let your word that is able to deliver, deliver your people in the name of Jesus. And as I decree your word, even by your command, merciful Lord, I pray that doors that have been shut will be opened. Testimonies that have never been heard, even from generations, will be released in the name of the Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Touch my lips. The celestial coals of fire. Let me not speak that which pleases myself, but only that which glorifies you. But at the end, the name alone will be glorified, that the enemy will be terrified, and that your people will be terrified. We give you glory in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. My God, my son, back at Prince, I stand in the oil of grace and I make a prayer for you in Jesus' mighty name that the power of God will come upon you. The Lord will pave a glorious way ahead of you. May you be delivered even from every attack of the enemy. Let God that has said arise for your sake. In Jesus' mighty name. God bless you, son. God bless you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. I'm so excited to have all of you here. It is always, you know, a heartwarming atmosphere within my spirit and soul when I see that all of you have gathered yourselves here to listen to the voice of the Lord. My son, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And I'm, I'm so excited to have all of you here. I believe that the Lord God Almighty will cause His word to burn like fire in your soul. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Apostle of God, for the Job, I salute you as one of you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless everybody here. Fear ye ye, God bless you. Everybody here. May the blessings of the Lord be released over your lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wow. All right. God bless you, my son. Prophet George, to do input. God bless you. God bless you. are all wonderful people. And I, I count this as a great privilege to have all of you here. Some of you as my sons, some of you as my daughters, some of you as people that God has called you to be a blessing to. And I'm so excited you know. These are some of the things that we find joy in. Yes. But at least the Lord who has usually been a blessing to others, we find good joy in that. And I pray that the same way the Lord is using some of us to be a blessing to you, God is going to use you to be a massive blessing to the nations of the world. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. All right, people of God, welcome back to prophetic training in the year 2022. This year we are we are diving into deeper waters, and the Lord is going to help us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now let me just um ask this question before we um, start with the study of gospel let me just ask this question what is israel 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 what is what is israel since you started reading the bible What do we know that Israel is? Anything that you know about Israel, let us know. What is Israel? What is Israel? Anybody that can help us? What do we know? What have you heard that Israel is? What is Israel? Okay, Kenneth said, I know it to be the realm of God. The realm of God. Please break it down. The, the word realm is too big for some of us to understand. We are still growing small, small, small. Erica said, Jacob is Israel. Jacob is Israel. And see, I get that. Moses said, God's firstborn child. Oh, I like that. God's firstborn child is Israel. I see. We will come back to all the definitions you are given. So, El Rama said, Israel is God's chosen people. Okay, great. Obed said, a shadow of the church. A shadow of the church. And see, 
What else? Apachimba said, a nation after God's heart, descendants of Abraham. I love the way the answers are coming. And it looks like everybody is having a different answer. Wow. So if Israel is all these um, things you are talking about, then Israel is big. Who else? Any other? Any other? Okay, your baby said Jacob was named Israel after he wrestled with the angel. Okay. Okay. Any other? Is that all? Okay. All the answers you gave are actually correct and they are true. But I want all of us to have this understanding. Now, it will be very difficult for you to know God and understand the scriptures if you don't really know who Israel is. And that is why a lot of believers are jumping from one place to the other. Today they will say this one, tomorrow they will say another thing, contradicting themselves. Because, understand, this thing you are holding called Bible, there is nothing written in it specifically that is about you. Maybe you saw your name there. Some of you glad here. When we talk about it, glad here because your names don't even appear in the Bible. Unlike some of us, you know, yeah. Like said, my name is there. So at least I would have said something that, um, you know, some of you, your names. I don't know whether Winifred is in the Bible. I don't know whether Erica is in the Bible. I don't know whether Mrs. Arthur is in the Bible. I don't know. But I'm sure they are not in the Bible. <laughs> and if they are not in the Bible, then specifically you have to know that this thing was not written to you. Haven't you realized that when you read the Bible, it looks like it is about a certain people called Israel that God is working with and their lifestyle and what they are doing. Everything about Israel is what God has written down. Haven't you, haven't you realized that? So if that is so, why is it that we are also reading the Bible? I don't think I And let me tell you something. When the children of Israel were leaving Egypt to the promised land, the Bible said God declared something upon them. Because the journey was in the wilderness. And once they were passing through the wilderness, they would pass through other nations and towns. And in the times of old, anytime you see a group of people coming towards you, 
And the word of God told us about two million people were walking. <laughs> they were on, on they were walking to the promised land. So if you are in your own county and you see two million people coming towards your country, what actually will you think? And in the times of old, it used to happen. Anytime they see a troop moving towards a country, then the soldiers of that country, the warriors, must get ready and start fighting. Whether you are there to fight with them or not, they will, they will fight with you. Because you are passing through their territorial jurisdiction. They will not allow you. So it used to happen. So the Bible said, because of all these things that will happen in the world that is the children of God are going to the land God has promised them, God decreed and declared a word over their lives. And this is the word that God said. He said, nobody should touch my anointing and nobody should do my prophets no harm. Let me tell you, this word was declared on the children of Israel when they were leaving Egypt to the promised land. But don't we say it to ourselves? Especially men of God nowadays. Ah, we abuse that scripture. A prophet to go and snatch somebody's wife. And when they are about to beat him, he said, Touch not my anointed and do my prophet. No, have you forgotten? <laughs> they will do you harm. <laughs> Amen. So the question is, why is it that this thing was written to a certain people and we are quoting the thing as if it was written to us? And if you're able to solve that puzzle in this question, you will now know what and who Israel truly is. Hallelujah. And let me tell you, you really need this for your work with God to be strong. Someone said, but was it for only those people? What proves that it was for you? What is the proof that what God told the people was for you? What was the proof? Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> we have to solve a certain puzzle here. That is why I've started from this point. Because there is not a specific scripture that God mentioned your name and attached it to your name as a promise. Not even one. Not if your father's name is not there. Your mother's name is not there. So if we are walking in all these scriptures and they are working for us, then you have to understand there are two dimensions of scripture. Don't forget it. Two dimensions of scripture. The people that the scripture was written to and the people that the scriptures were written for. If you get this, it will help you. 
understand that the Bible was not written to you, but it was written for you. It was not written to you. It was written to a particular group of people, but it is for your good. So don't quickly push yourself into their dimension if you don't know why it is for you. If you are able to solve this whole thing, it will help you. And you know, we live in a certain generation where even Christianity has been so West, westernized in a way that <laughs> people try to throw principles in the scripture away and push in their own ways. Very, very funny. Very, very, very funny. I'm telling you, very funny. A lot of things are going on in this world that believers, especially Western Christianity, would they just lack knowledge about some of these things. And when you tell them to take their time, it, it has become a problem. Now, I want you to understand something. The Word of God said, in the book of Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2 verse 16 and 17. The Bible said, Therefore, let no one judge you in matters of food and drink, or with respect to a festival, a new moon or Sabbath days. Verse 17, these are a shadow of the things to come, but the reality belongs to the Messiah. Are you with me? I want you to get your scriptures ready so that when I make mention of any verse, you can post it here. Some of you just listen to what I'm saying, you know, open your Bibles. After 15 minutes, you have forgotten what you even said. Get your notepads and paint and your Bibles right. Good. So Paul is telling us that we should not allow any man to judge us concerning the matters of food and drink or respect to a festival, a new moon, a Sabbath day. He said, these things are a shadow of the, of the things to come. They are a shadow of the things to come. Are you following? Good. That means that before God actually executes a prophetic plan, it will start from a shadow dimension. Then later, the original manifestation will take place. So as the word of God is telling us, there are many things in the scriptures 
that were just shadows of what is to come. And he went further to say that the reality belongs to the Messiah. So Jesus Christ actually is the one that is the reality of all these, these shadows. And I want you to know this. Almost the whole Bible, almost the whole Bible, especially, let me talk about the, the whole Old Testament was the shadow. The whole Old Testament was the shadow. Now, when you are going somewhere and your shadow takes the lead, People are actually picking the signal that somebody is coming. But they have not seen the real personality. That is what happened. So the Old Testament is like the shadow of a person that is coming. So people will see the shadow, they will embrace the shadow. But after some time, the real person will now manifest. And when the real person manifests, it means that the shadow has now come to a place of fulfillment. So when the reality manifests, the shadow is fulfilled. The gift of that is the reason why when you are entering a place, the position of the light at that place can either let your shadow be ahead of you or behind you using that Good. So once your, your, the, the light is positioned at a, a specific point where your shadow is before you, it means that you are now about to manifest yourself. But the moment the light changes its position, you realize that the shadow will now come back and your reality will now be in front. Especially when the light is on you directly, your shadow will be found at the back. That is what I'm trying to let all of us understand. We really need to have understanding about the scriptures. This year, we are going to have a time to talk about understanding the whole Bible. Understanding the whole Bible. It is actually going to be um, about one month, you know, serious studies. Continue, everyone, they're going to study a lot. The Lord will help us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So the word of God told us. That these days are just shadows of that which is to come. And the, word, the Bible said that Jesus, the Messiah, is the one that is the reality of these shadows. So listen, Jesus said, the whole Old Testament, the Old Testament is actually made up of the law and the prophets. The law and the prophets. The law and the prophets. Now, the law actually gave words even to the people of God on how to live 
in order to fulfill righteousness. Very, very important. The law was to lead the people of Israel in a way of life to fulfill righteousness. The prophets prophesied about the manifestation of this righteousness. So Jesus, when he came to the earth, he actually was the fulfillment of the law and the prophets, which make up the entire Old Testament. So Jesus Christ is actually the fulfillment of the whole Old Testament. Do you follow me? Good. And I'm going to help us with certain um, few things that will open our eyes in understanding the word of God. Now, we are talking about the whole Bible, when we take it, it speaks of a certain people called Israel. Even Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, it was a man that God opened up himself to called Moses that was able to enter into the realm of the backside of God in order to bring out how creation started. So the Bible told us that Moses entered into the mountain and when he entered into the mountain, he began to speak with God and he said to God that I want to see your face. And God said, no one sees me and leaves. But I'm going to do something for you. Hide yourself in the crevice of the mountain. I will cover that crevice and will come and pass in front of it. Then I will remove my hand. Then you can see my back. So Moses saw the very back of God. The back of God. And when he saw the back of God, it was in that period that he came forth and began to tell us how this world was created by God. And understand that Moses was a Levite among the children of Israel. Why is it that God why is it that God appeared to a specific people to reveal his agenda to them? So understand that there is nothing you can understand in the Bible outside Israel. If you want to throw Israel away and understand the Bible, it will, it will never work. Because the entire Bible from Genesis to Revelation is about Israel. You need to know that. It is not about you, it is about Israel. And we are now coming to the place of knowing what and who Israel is. And once you get to know of it, you will know what God has purposed ahead of the land. Now, many, 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 many years ago, I will go far. Let me start from this point. The whole story about Israel started with a man by name Jacob. Jacob. 
And this man by name Jacob, the word of God told us. In the book of Genesis chapter 32. Genesis chapter 32. Verse 27 and 28. The Bible said, Then the man asked him, What is your name? Jacob, he responded. Verse 28. Your name won't be Jacob anymore. The man replied, But Israel, because you exerted yourself against both God and men, and you have emerged victorious. You exerted, you wrestled with God and man. I wish I could take time but I had to go into this one. I had to deviate me from my message. So maybe God willing tomorrow I'm going to touch on that. So a man by name Jacob, God called this man by name Jacob. And when God called him, the word of God told us that this man called Jacob had a son by name Joseph. Jacob had a son by name Joseph. And the word of God told us in the book of Genesis chapter 37 verse 3. Now Israel, which is Jacob, we have understood, according to the book of Genesis chapter 32 verse 28, that God changed the name of Jacob to Israel. Now in Genesis chapter 37 verse 3, the Bible said, Now Israel who was Jacob, loved Joseph more than all his brothers since he was born to him in his old age. So he had made a richly embroidered tunic for him. Other verses will also say a coat of many colors. So the word of God told us this whole Israel thing started with a man by name Jacob. And this man wrestled with God the Bible says that his name was changed from Jacob to Israel. And the Bible said, this Israel guy had a son by name Jacob. And the word of God told us that this Jacob had a dream. So write it down. Started with Jacob. Jacob had a son by name Joseph. Joseph had a dream. Don't go much into the dream. But when Joseph had the dream, in the book of Genesis chapter 37, verse 6, the Bible said, And he said unto him, unto them, Here I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. So J- Joseph, who is the son of Jacob, whose name has been changed to Israel by God, this Joseph had a dream. And the dream that the young man Joseph had led him into Egypt. The dream that the young man had led him into Egypt. So Genesis chapter 37 verse 28, the Bible said, Then there passed by, by Midianite merchant men, and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit, and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver and they brought Joseph to Egypt. Are you following? Now, we are narrating a certain story to follow. 
Jacob gave birth to Joseph. Joseph had a dream, and now the dream has led the guy into Egypt. Now, when he got to Egypt, it was in that place that all the brethren of Joseph came to Egypt and Israel started in Egypt. You know the story already, so I won't go much into that. Israel started in Egypt. And when Israel started in Egypt, the Word of God told us in the book of Exodus chapter 4, verse 22, the Bible said, And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, So right now Israel is in Egypt to the dream that Joseph had. Through the dream that Joseph had, Israel has now entered into Egypt. And the time has come that God will take Israel out of Egypt. Listen to what God said when he called a man by name Moses to lead his people out of Egypt. In the book of Exodus chapter 4 verse 22, the Bible said, And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. So this Israel that is now in Egypt has been declared the firstborn son of God. So Israel is the son of God. Are you all following? That is why I said we are going to answer all the we are going to um, you know, unveil all the answers you gave to the question. Good. So right now, Israel that is in Egypt, God has declared Israel as my, as my son. To Israel is the son of God. Now, God is calling Israel out of Egypt. In the book of Hosea, the prophet Hosea, chapter 11, Verse 1, the Bible said, Hosea chapter 11, verse 1. When Israel was a child, then I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. So Israel, the entire people of Israel in Egypt were known as the son of God. And God is now calling them out of Egypt. I'm taking my time so that we all will understand. Now, God has taken Israel out of Egypt. When God took Israel out of Egypt, something happened. When they were going out of Egypt, they came to meet what they called the Red Sea. And when they came to meet the Red Sea, God had to part the Red Sea into two for the whole children of Israel to pass through. And the word of God told us, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 1 and 2 listen to what the word of God says 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 1 and 2 the Bible said, Moreover brethren 
I would not that ye should be ignorant. How that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea, the stood, and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Oh, I love this. Malivohosa. So after God called the children of Israel out of Egypt, they had to go through the sea. And the Bible said, they were baptized unto Moses. But many of us will make a mistake by thinking it was only through the sea that baptism happened. But the Bible told us that they were baptized in the cloud and in the sea. We'll talk about the baptism in the cloud later. Amazing. So understand that Israel was baptized. And they were baptized unto Moses. And when they were, Israel was baptized unto Moses through the cloud and the sea, the moment they came out of the sea, they now entered into the wilderness for 40 years. 40 years. Hmm. So the word of God told us in the book of Exodus chapter 16, verse 35. Exodus chapter 16, verse 35. The Bible said, And the children of Israel did eat manna 40 years until they came to the land inhabited. They did eat manna until they came unto the borders of the land of Canaan. So the people, after they were baptized, they went through 40 years in the wilderness before they came to the promised land. Now, this is the entire story of the children of Israel before they got to the promise that God had given to them. So the Old Testament story about Israel is what we have just narrated in a simple way. So please don't forget that it started with a man by name Jacob. And this man by name Jacob had a son called Joseph. This Joseph had a dream and the dream led him into Egypt. And when he got to Egypt, his brethren came to be with him in Egypt. That is how come Israel was now in Egypt. And the Bible said, God declared Israel which is in Egypt as my son. And now God decided to call his son out of Egypt to a land that he has promised. And when Israel was getting out of Egypt, they had to be baptized. And after the baptism, Israel went through 40 years in the wilderness before they now landed on the promised land. Are you following? Good. Now, this is what we call the shadow. And now let's see how this was made into the reality even in the new testament when the reality started it also started with a man by name jacob in the book of matthew chapter 1 matthew chapter 1 verse 16 matthew chapter 1 verse 16 the bible told us that and jacob begat joseph the husband of mary of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So you see, the manifestation 
of the whole shadow of Israel also started with Jacob. Just as the shadow also started with Jacob. So Jacob begat Joseph. And we all know that. It happened in the Old Testament as well. A certain Jacob begat Joseph. Now, this Joseph in the book of Matthew, the New Testament, where the, there is actually the reality unfolding, Joseph, who, so this Jacob now had a son by name Joseph. And the Bible told us that it is this, this Joseph that married Mary. And Jesus came out of him. Are you following? So now, we have seen that a Jacob was there. And that Jacob had a son called Joseph. And in Matthew chapter 1 verse 20. Matthew chapter 1 verse 20. This Joseph also had a dream. The Bible said, But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. So this Joseph also had a dream. And the dream that he had caused him to be with Mary, through whom Jesus was supposed to come from. Now, after the dream, in the book of Matthew chapter 2 verse 13, in the book of Matthew chapter 2 verse 13, the Bible says, And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appears to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt. We all know in the Old Testament, the dream that Joseph had led him into Egypt. And this one too, the dream that this Joseph also had led him into Egypt. And the Bible said, the angel said, And be thou there until I bring thee away. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Verse 14. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. Hey, can you see how things are just unfolding like that? So it, it looked it looked like this whole thing was planned by God. They made everything so on point. Why did this new Jacob also give birth to a, a Joseph and that what like how? That is how shadows and their realities manifest. So we are now going to look at who Israel really is. It will help you understand the scriptures and know how to work with God. Now, after the dream led Joseph to Egypt, the Bible said it was where Lord Jesus was born, and in the book of Matthew, chapter 3, verse 17. Matthew chapter 3, verse 17. The Bible says, And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. It was in the period. So you see, 
this Jesus was now declared to be the Son of God, just as God declared Israel as His Son. So now Jesus is the Son of God, and Israel too is the Son of God. Looking at this one alone, you should just understand who is Israel. So anytime God makes mention of Israel, he's not looking at a country, he's not looking at a nation, he's looking at Jesus. And it was so perfect. That is why all the things that were happening in the Old Testament were just a shadow of Jesus Christ himself. As if that does not end. Do you remember that when Israel was in Egypt in the times of old, the Bible said God called his son out of Egypt in the book of Hosea chapter 11. And when they were getting out of Egypt, they had to be baptized. So in Matthew chapter 2, verse 15, Matthew chapter 2, verse 15, the Bible said, Jesus, the Son of God, his father Joseph and mother Mary, they were in Egypt until Herod died. So verse 15, the Bible said, and was dead until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. Hey! So God now told Joseph that Herod is dead to take the child and come back to the land of promise, so that it will be fulfilled, as the prophet Isaiah said, Out of Egypt, I see that was not all. When Jesus returned to his land, when Jesus came out of Egypt through growth, the Bible said he had to be baptized. In the book of Matthew, chapter. 3 verse 13 and 15 to 15 Matthew chapter 3 verse 13 the Bible said a time came John the Baptist was baptizing people and Jesus appeared then came Jesus from Galilee to John unto John to be baptized of him mm. verse 14 but John forbade him saying I have need to be baptized of thee I comest thou and cometh down to me. Let me read from the eyes so that we all understand. He said, Then Jesus came from Galilee to Jordan to be baptized by John. Verse 14. But John tried to stop him, saying, I need, I need to be baptized by you. Do I need to be baptized by you and you are coming to me? Verse 15. But Jesus answered him, Let it be this way for now, because this is the proper way for us to fulfill all righteousness. My God. 
This is the proper way. So Jesus was standing looking in the eyes of John the Messiah. Don't you know that Israel was baptized in the Red Sea? Don't you know I am here to fulfill all righteousness? My friend, baptize me. So fulfillment of all righteousness that Jesus spoke about was that, hey, something had been done in the past. It is a shadow. I am the reality. Let me go through it. So now Jesus was also baptized. And the moment Jesus was baptized, just as when Israel was baptized through the Red Sea, they entered into 40 years in the wilderness when Jesus was also baptized. The Bible said the Spirit of the Lord led him to the wilderness to be tempted of the devil for 40 days. It looks as if this Bible that we are seeing So there is no single doubt that this whole Israel, Israel thing that God was speaking about is actually Jesus. No wonder. Do you remember why the name of the guy was changed from Jacob to Israel? God said to him, because you have wrestled with God and men. So Jesus, who is Israel, is actually standing in the dimension of God and man at the same time. He has one favor in the sight of God, one favor in the sight of men. He goes here and goes here. When God is about to judge men in a negative way, he will now step in as an intercessor and God will have mercy. He rests. He has entered into the God dimension and the man dimension. Oh my. So he was the one standing between God and man. So it means he has wrestled with God and man and he has prevailed. Because the word Israel means God has prevailed. Oh my God. As if that was all. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Let's continue. The period when Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days, when you link it to the Old Testament shadow, it was the same period that the children of Israel were in the wilderness for 40 years. And all the body of literature that were written concerning the children of Israel while they were in the wilderness for 40 years is found in the book of Deuteronomy. So when the devil came to tempt Jesus, there were certain things that the devil did. He tempted him in three points. But all the scriptures that Jesus quoted that it is written, it is written. He quoted all these scriptures which are found in the book of Deuteronomy. What is he trying to say? All these things that Jesus said to conquer the devil, they are all in the book of Deuteronomy. So that the man Jesus walking was Israel, he was fulfilling something that eyes could not even see. Hey! 
Oh my God. People of God. You see how sweet the word of God is. So when you go to church, what do they tell you? What do they tell you? May God have mercy on us. Merciful God, show us mercy. Now listen, in the book of Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Are you following? Matthew chapter 4 verse 4. Listen to what the Bible said. The word of God said. When you read from verse 3. The Bible said. Then the tempter. Which is Satan. Came to him. said. Since you are the son of God. He said. Tell these stones to become loaves of bread. Verse 4. The Bible said. But he answered. It is written. One must not live on bread alone. But on every word. Coming out of the mouth of God. Now, this is a verse that Jesus quoted from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 3. Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 3. Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 3. The Bible said, Are you following? He said, And he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know. That he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from. Hey, can you, can you see that? So at this point, Jesus was had fulfilled Israel's heart to a point where they were in the wilderness. Oh my God. <laughs> Somebody said, I'm done for today. You are not done. We are going somewhere. Today is. You see how the word of God is, is coming alive. My God. Then the word of God said. In Matthew chapter 4 verse 7. Matthew chapter 4, verse 7. Matthew chapter 4, verse 7. This same guy, the tempter came. The Bible said, what do you read from verse 6? He told Jesus, since you are the son of God, throw yourself down because it is written, God will put his angels in charge of you. And with their hands, they will hold you up so that you will never hit your foot against a rock and the word of god said 
Jesus gave him a reply from the same book of Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 16. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 16. When you read the Deuteronomy, you see, after the devil tempted Jesus, when he told Jesus to jump, because the word of God has already said that God will keep his angels charge on you and everything, the Bible said, Jesus replied unto him, said, it is also written, you must not tempt the Lord your God. And he, he actually quoted this. He was actually standing in Deuteronomy times by then. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 16, he said, Don't test the Lord your God like you did in Massa. Hey! So Jesus was actually fulfilling Israel. And in Matthew chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4, verse 9 and 10, the Bible said, he tempted Jesus on the last point and he said, he told Jesus, I will give you all these things if you bow down and worship me. Because the Bible, in verse 8, once more, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world along with their splendor. He told Jesus, I will give you all these things if you bow down and worship me. Verse 10, the Bible said, then Jesus told him, go away, Satan. Because it is written, you must worship the Lord your God and save him only. And this, he answered it to him from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 13. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 13. He said, fear the Lord your God, save him and make your oath in his name. People of God. People of God. At this point, Jesus was actually walking. And the moment he did this, he actually fulfilled the 40 years. The 40 years of Israel's wilderness experience in his 40 days also in the wilderness. And understand, when the Israelites finished their assignment when they finish their experience in the their, their 40 years experience in the wilderness they go to the promised land they go to the promised land now when jesus also finished the 40 days of his experience the bible said and jesus returned from the mountain in the power of the spirit And when he returned, that means that in the Old Testament, the promise was a land. But in the New, the promise is the Spirit. So the Holy Ghost actually is the promised land of God to Israel. Oh, amazing. that is all. No. Let us move further. 
There are many things that the word of God told us that will even let you know that Jesus is actually Israel. So anytime you hear the Israel of God, the original Israel of God is Jesus. In the book of Psalms, Psalm 80 verse 8, Psalm 80 verse 8, let's read something that the prophet told us. Psalm 80 verse 8, the Bible said, You uprooted a vine from Egypt and drove out nations to transplant it. <laughs> you brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. So God brought a vine out of Egypt. Who is this vine? John chapter 15 verse 1. John chapter 15 verse 1. Here comes Jesus. And that is what he said. I am the true vine and my father is the husband man. I am the true vine. And understand that Jesus was taken out of Egypt and brought to the land that God had called him to be. As if that is all. No. God, the word of God told us that the children of Israel, they are known as the seed of Abraham. They are known as the seed of Abraham. In the book of Isaiah chapter 41, Isaiah chapter 41, verse 8, write all these scriptures down. This year, when we get to the month of June, we will do a quiz. We are are, are learning. So you can't can't come here and listen to all these things and later, you decide what you say, do dreams are. Alright, said, but you Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the offspring of Abraham, my friend. Oh. But thou Israel art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham. So Israel was known as the seed of Abraham. Israel. Now when you read the book of Galatians chapter 3, verse 16. Let's listen to what the word of God said. Galatians chapter 3, verse 16. The Bible said, Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He said not, and to seeds, as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. Let me read it in the eyes so that you understand. He said, now the promises were spoken to Abraham and to his descendants. It doesn't say descendants, referring to many, but your descendant, referring to one person who is the Messiah. Hey! <laughs> what a scripture. So this seed of Abraham, seed of Abraham that the word of God said in Isaiah 41 verse 8 that Israel is, the Bible has told us now that the seed of Abraham is the Messiah, the Christ, our Lord Jesus Christ. 
And we all know that our Lord Jesus Christ is the firstborn. The firstborn of God. Just as Israel was declared by God. So right now from today, let nobody deceive you. Jesus is actually the manifestation of Israel. Somebody said we need the Bible written again with new interpretation. <laughs> you see, sometimes it is good. You see, one of the things that you need to understand is that when you get a teacher of the scriptures, once you choose the scriptures, you realize that your hunger to know more is now boiling up. And the moment you take the Bible, you now start getting understanding. You open this side, you catch it. Oh, this is this. You open this side, you catch it. This is this. You see? But some of us, we don't like this. We don't like this. Some of us, we want to, we always want to hear, somebody, I came to tell you that God is going to bless you. Ah, somebody, hey, somebody shout, yes. All those things are good. But if that is what the word of God is to you only, Oh, you are a child. <laughs> I'm telling you. I love the, the ha that is at the end of whatever they say. Somebody, God is going to bless you. I love the ha. I have to do a further studies into ha and see what. <laughs> Amen. It is good, it is good, but people of God, you will never go. <laughs> you will never go. You see, the way the Bible, people, they make you look so vicious. Meanwhile, the thing is so plain. When we're talking about the coming of the Lord, I, I intentionally put out scriptures so that it will not look like I'm speaking from my mind. And we were all seeing scripture, interpreting scripture. You, you can't doubt it. That is how the word of God is like. Because the Old Testament is Christ conceived. It is a shadow. You will never see the, the color of the person, the complexion of the person, whether the person has big cheeks, whether the person has this, in a shadow. The shadow is just black. But it is when the reality manifests that you will see every single detail. So the Old Testament was a shadow. So when you read the Old Testament alone, you will get confused because you wouldn't know what is happening. It will look like a hey, God path. So you do God, you take bulls and go to blood that is sprinkled, blood, blood. God, why are you doing all this blood, 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 blood? Hey. It is when you enter into the New Testament, that is a revelation. So in the Old Testament, Jesus was conceived as a nation called Israel. But in the New Testament, he was revealed as the Lord Jesus Christ that you all go to see. So it is the New Testament that shines light on the old. The old is the shadow. And the new is actually the reality, the person himself. So the Bible told us that the natural first and the spirit, spiritual second, the natural first. People of God. This is what God so this evening, we just um, settled on who Jesus is, on who Israel actually is, 
at the base. God willing, tomorrow we are going to continue with what, how we are also called into Jesus. And I'm going to connect Jesus and the church. And it is going to be a great blessing. I'm telling you, the Lord will help us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. But before that, let me ask, let me just, um, if there is any question you want to ask, if there is any question you want to ask, any question you want to ask, Any question? Somebody said no question. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Someone said, Daddy, please, how do you learn? Hey, is that a question? <laughs> so if you want to learn, join me. That means you will not sleep again. You only sleep during daytime, afternoon, so. The night is for another beautiful thing. <laughs> All right. And when we started, when we, my, my brother would have told you, Reverend, in a few my brother that entered here um, this afternoon during lunch prayer. Those times, eh? anytime I'm walking, even when we, when I came to UCC campus, there's not a single time I would go for lectures without holding my Bible. People insulted me, Papa. We go and I was doing that. Maybe they were telling me, "Maybe Papa, I'm not too baby. The dear baby, hey." Those times, I was, I was too, you know, there's a religiosity, no charismatism, no, no serious, too spiritual. Shit. Now me cross be a dummy coming a tin tin. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I remember I saw some of my old pictures and I said, ah, 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 prophet, why? Oh Jesus is Lord. <laughs> oh shit, we should be flat, flat should be a shame. I said, I said, fried egg. So flat like that as we are sharing many dialogues. Share. Even that time, cry. I don't know. Not now. Even even if Satan uses hammer to hit our abba, not abba no more. The best answer. You don't know. You don't understand what I said. Go to Nigeria. There's a place called Abba. You understand why? Because you'll be Abba Mobia. Understand it from that place. May the Lord help us. God's anointed. <laughs> One said, See me if you want. Please, I beg you, don't try to release that thing. Else, else, the things I will enter into. The family and sin. You will be sure. May the Lord help us. 
I'm still taking questions. I think somebody asked a question. My son um, asked the question. That the please the clouds confirmed Jesus was the was that the baptism Jesus had in the bones. Yes, that is one of it. But the cloud also speaks of another baptism that is heavenly, and we all know that. What comes to mind? So he's now speaking of two baptisms here. One is of the waters on the earth, and one is of the clouds of the heavens. So which baptism is in the heaviness that can be corresponded to? So in the New Testament, which baptism can be connected to the baptism that happened in the clouds in the Old Testament? We all know that the one that was in the sea which is the waters, is what Jesus went through when John the Baptist. Exactly. So the baptism in the clouds in the New Testament is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And this year I'm going to take my time to talk about the clouds. For you to know that the baptism in the clouds, there are dimensions. Dimensions. There are dimensions in the baptism in the clouds. And the more you go deep into that, the more you get baptized into deeper dimension. Understand that anytime somebody is baptized, the person is baptized onto something. Are you with me? So the children of Israel were baptized onto Moses. So Moses actually has now become the subject of their baptism. That is why. We also, when we are baptized, the Bible said we are baptized into one body. We are baptized into one body. And the body that we are baptized into is called the body of Christ. And that is what I'm going to talk about God will do tomorrow. So when we read the book of First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13, First Corinthians chapter 12, Verse 13, the Bible says, For by one spirit we all baptized into one body, into one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. I'm going to take my time and explain all these things. So we have been baptized into one body. Just as the children of Israel were baptized unto Moses, we have been baptized into one body. And that body we all know is the body of Christ. So when we read First Corinthians 12, verse 12, 12, 12, the Bible says, For us the body is one and have many members, and all the members that one body, and all the members of that one body being many. Now, let me read it from the ISV. So that we all will get first Corinthians 12, verse 12. The Bible says, For as the body is one and has, for just as the body is one and yet has many parts, and all the parts of the body, though many form a single body, so it is with the Messiah. Are you getting it? So when we are baptized by the Holy Ghost, the Bible says, For by one spirit we are baptized, we all are baptized into one body. So it is only the baptism of the Holy Ghost 
that actually gets us into one body. I'm going to take my time and explain that God will tomorrow. So that we will all know where we are standing. Now we continue with our work with God. Alright, any other question? Any other question? Any other question? Glory to Jesus. Okay. Upper chamber says, So is it right to say, I baptize you in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, or just in the name of Jesus Christ? All of them. If you say all of them, you are right. Because Listen to what, just listen to the English. I baptize you in the name, not in the names. So it is singular. The name is one. In the name of God the Father, God the Son. And that means God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They all have one name. And that is the name Jesus that we are baptizing you into. Not in the names of God the Father, but in the name. Are you getting the picture now? Exactly. I think yesterday somebody asked the person that um, she wants to really understand what the Trinity is about. And I'm going to take my time to um, take us through because a lot of Christians have issues with that. A lot of Christians have issues with that. I want you all to know there is only one God, not three gods. Only one God. Only one. And that God manifests himself in three dimensions, but only one. Only same manifestation in three dimensions. It does not mean No. You don't have three gods. Only one God. Only one God. For you to understand this whole thing, the name of God is not God. God is not the God is not a name. Hmm. God is not a name. So put that at the back of your mind. For the word of God told us that even we, we are gods. Exactly, God is a concept. It is, it is not a name. So put that at the back of your mind. God is not called God. We call him God because of certain things. And when you go to my podcast I think on the third message or so I have a message entitled The Mystery God Believe that that message really traveled it was, it was a blessing to many people they really understood the concept of, we talked about what is God who is God where is God how is God it was an amazing teaching so you can go and download that message and listen to it. It will really be a great blessing to your life. So put that at the back of your mind. So these things called the Son of God, the Spirit of God, the Word of God, um, you know, all those kind of they are just let me say systems 
that our God is using per the destiny he has set ahead of himself. They are just systems. So when you go to heaven right now, there is only one God. He can, you can meet him on the throne as Jesus. You can meet him on the throne as the Father. You can meet him on the throne as the Spirit. Still the same God. He can manifest himself to you in any way but one God. Put that at the back of your mind. You don't have two thrones in heaven where the Father is sitting on one, the Son is sitting on his right hand side, and the Holy Spirit is flying like a dove over their head. I saw a picture like that. I laughed. That's, that's how we all used to think until God began to unveil certain things to you. Know, that the Holy Ghost is flying like a dove. The Holy Ghost is not a dove. No, he is not. That you manifest in a way does not mean you are. I wish there's a reason why the Holy Ghost manifested like the dove. So Jesus is not a lamb. He manifested as a lamb for a specific purpose. That is how God is. God manifests as the word of God for a creation purpose. He manifests as the Holy Spirit for another purpose. He manifests as the Son of God for redemption purpose. Yes, he manifests as the tribe of, of Jude, the, the lion of the tribe of Judah for a specific purpose. But it's only one God. Put this on the back of your mind. Don't let the manifestations of God make you count God as plenty beings. No. God is one. Monotheism. One God. Mono. One. Theism. God. So, Theos is God. And Mono is one. So, please. We serve only one God. He can he manifest as Father, He manifests as Word and Son, He also manifests as the Spirit. The same God. Just as you manifest as your physical body, as we see you physically, in your soul, you manifest another thing called soul. You, you also manifest another thing called spirit. But you don't call yourself three three three. Three human beings walking. No. No. You are not three human beings. You are a human being. But your manifestations are different. Even aside the three dimensional parts of you, you have about hundred thousands of dimensions in you. I'm telling you. Plenty dimensions in you. That is how God is like. It will shock you to know that your emotions alone it's a whole body on it. Your emotions. It's a whole body. Somebody can see a vision and see your body, your your emotion. It is not. It is not your entire soul. It is not your spirit. It is not your body. It is only your emotions. But the person will, will see it as if it is a full personality. That is how God is. Are you following? You need to learn all these things. It will help you. Because some of you, the way you were taught in Sunday school has caused a lot of damages to your understanding about the things of God. Can you all hear me? 
Alright. May the Lord bless us and keep all of us strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Upper chamber, you ask the question, what was the question? I didn't see it. He said the first scripture, Colossians of the 16. Does it mean that does it mean the Sabbath and the clean and unclean food has been made? Oh, Jesus has fulfilled everything. I'm telling you the truth. So if you go to church on Sunday, it does not mean you're a demon. Don't let anybody deceive you. You know, there are certain people that say, hey, we pass the National Sunday Law. And if you try, if you go to church on Sunday, it means you are this, you are that. So most of, I remember one of my sister's husband is a Seventh-day Adventist. Hey, the man was talking to my sister that he should do all of us to um, SDA church. And I said, me, me, SD. It's not that the church is not of God, but the kind of assignment God has given me, SDA cannot contain me. So I told my sister I want to meet him. And I want to do a pen and have some bathy. Now, I will never forget this one. I will never forget this one. One Saturday, hot afternoon, I was at Casford Hall, room 54. I wanted to rest. I couldn't rest. We are not annoying. So I decided to get out and go and pray. So I was, I was at a place praying behind Casford and Casford Field. This was you are who completed the UCC. You understand what I'm talking about? The University of Competitive Choice. The whole world. The whole world. The university. And so, where are you running to? Where, where are you going? Where are you going? Go and ask. Uh, as often, stay here. We are not taking a lift. We are listening to the word of God. Shit. I was praying now. The Lord opened my eyes and I saw something. I saw that. It was a Saturday. I saw that this, my Akonta, if you don't understand Akonta, go to the book of Tasha and find it there. My brother in law, the Lord opened my eyes and I saw that he was standing in front of a certain pharmacy shop. He bought a certain drug. And he, the moment he took the drug, the Lord actually zoomed my, my spiritual eye focus to the drug that was in his hand and I realized that it had expired and it was going to cause him to die. Immediately I came out of the vision, I called my sister. I called her four times, she didn't answer because it was a Saturday and they were in church. And when she saw that I was calling her plenty, she came out and answered the call. He said, sir, you know, check what? I said, 
No, I just saw something right now. I want to tell you. Said, what is it? He said, I saw your husband going to the hospital to the pharmacy shop to buy a certain drug. And the drug that I saw had expired. And if he takes the drug, he will die. He said, Hey, sir, bear four minutes ago and I was showing PSA the TNA to prepare a drug talk. And I said, Hey, don't go back into the church. Go to where he is going. <laughs> My sister had to run. The brother was telling the OPF free pharmacy shop and said, wait, wait, wait. And they took the drug, checked it. It had expired for four months. I was still praying at the place when they come and said, hey, how did you, how did From that day, that my account. <laughs> he will never, he will not put me on the ground. Same thing on the phone, what are you talking about? Now come and tell me that I should come to Seventh Day Adventist. <laughs> oh, I will never forget this. It was from that day that my my entire family began to call me a prof. Level hundred. Level. <laughs> my entire fam- My mother started paying tight from that day. All my sisters started paying tight to me. From that day, you will be there. Untia, Masa. So my mom, anytime my mom calls me and I answer, I say, "Pro, you know me different." They say, "Mama, oh, mama, I'm fine, I'm fine." Share. There is a grace who told you. You see, the Bible told you and told all of us. That a prophet is without honor in his own household. But I tell you, when there is the manifestation of the strange prophetic work of God, the same place you are not supposed to receive honor, they will honor you more than any other place. I pray for somebody listening to me. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, whatever has brought disrespect, even before your family, Today, I take away your reproach and your shame by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the God of light prayer fire, let the God of prophetic training, let the God of priesthood time roll away your reproach in the name of Jesus. Share from today. Let the grace of God make you valuable in the sight of all men. People that want to dump you will think twice. God, they are losing precious gold in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Alright. God bless you all and keep all of you strong in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, God willing, we are going to meet this night at exactly 12 a.m. GMT. So please make sure you don't miss it. I'm going to upload the message right after here. That is just the part one of it. We are going to complete it, God willing, tomorrow. 
in the evening. So please don't forget. And understand that God willing, next week, Monday, which is the 10th of January, we are starting our 14 days prayers and fasting. 14 days prayers and fasting from the 10th of January to some of you say January, January. Can that. Yeah, yeah. January. All right, from the tenth, which is next week Monday to the twenty-fourth, we'll be in a moment of fasting and prayer. We're going to pray. Pa, 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 pa. Serious testimonies will be released. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, people will marry within that period. No, that period, the power of God will be so strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You also understand that on the 29th, on the 29th of this month, which is the last Saturday of this month, Eagles Conference, Eagles Conference, where God raises eagle unto himself. We are moving to Takra. The Eagle Stream, we are moving to Takra. Takra, the technical university. The power of God will be so strong. God will do amazing things in the midst of his church. I'm telling you. And next month, the month of February, we are going straight to Sunyana. Next month, we are going to Sunyana. So please, all the Sunyanians, get ready for us. We are coming with the speed of the chariot of God. I tell you, the Lord has amazing things to do. All my fellow Sunyanians, get ready. I know those of you in Takari are already prepared. In Takari, yes. Get ready. We are coming with the speed of the chariot of God. God is going to do amazing things. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So please don't forget it. Don't forget Alright, somebody said, please, I want to join the team. No problem, you can join us. You can join us. The Lord will do amazing things. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong. We are going to. I'm going to make a t-shirt for the Eagles company this, this month. Very soon you're going to start. So please, if you want to get your t-shirt, you're going to pay by that. I'm telling you. Now, you can send a t-shirt to me in our shop. I don't want to put plenty. But the grace of God will manifest. God bless you. And keep all of you strong. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 0240 0240-312-551. 0240-312-551. Keep supporting God's work. The Lord will be a great blessing to your life. The first coming to Tobo Street.
May the Lord bless all of us. And give up. We can't go straight. May some of the ladies are not happy. You go and buy bones straight. It will enter straight into your bone. I think that is the meaning of it. May the Lord help us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Keep supporting God's word. The Lord will be a great blessing to your life. Because of um, the assignments of Eagles Conference that is ahead of us. Yes, those of you in Takwa will come there. You will come there with firepower. Get ready. Get ready. If you want to be a partner, you want to be a covenant partner of this great commission to support the assignment the Lord has given to set the mission ministries, the number is 0240312551. Join us and support every man with a seed. The gracious Lord will show you mercy and walk you into the place of divine fulfillment. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. I stand in the grace of the Lord and I make a prayer for you this night. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let the hand of the Lord release it to you. In Jesus' mighty name. I pray for marital doors to be opened. I pray any health condition you are battling with. Cast it out of your body. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Voices that you keep hearing that are always pushing you to do harm to yourself. I meet those voices in the name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord lift you and carry you all to the place of divine glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus. This year, you will walk in strength finances in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Your financial life will take a good turn in Jesus' precious mighty name. You will see the faithfulness of God in your life and the power of God to destroy God bless you and keep all of you strong. Please don't forget to support the work of God. The number is 0240 Keep supporting God's work. The power of God will teach you and God will open your doors. We are going to leave this night at exactly 12 a.m. GMT for priesthood time. Join us as we enter into the realms of the spirit. And tap into divine power and fire prayer. And God Almighty will bring forth amazing testimonies into your life. Join us for your blessings. God bless you all and keep all of you strong. Those of you that have been supporting my covenant partners, God bless you. God bless you. May the Lord keep you. May God bless your hands. May God bless every work that you are doing in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Please. Make sure you don't forget this year. If your marriage is getting close, let me know so that I will know the kind of bowl I will buy. And I have 71 now, but um, the, yeah, God bless you, gift here, baby. The marriage, um, the time will let me know the kind of bowl I'm supposed to do. Okay. God bless you. I bought lattes about four of them today, and they're very serious this year. So please don't forget it. God bless you, everybody. Mrs. Agnesi, God bless you. We shall meet this night. Shalom. Bye-bye.